Okay, everybody, I'm here for another week, and this one's a, a little bit different. Uh, it's not just me flying solo or uh, Melissa, our normal co-host, but uh, I have one of my other friends in this week and next week, technically, as we're doing both tonight. Um, but here is Stephanie. Hello, Linnea and everybody. Now, I have to kind of make a special shout out for Stephanie here because she's the reason why this whole thing happened in the first place. <laughs> Um, I had come up with the idea with Melissa and then we kind of worked on things and then it just kind of fell to the wayside because I have that whole imposter syndrome thing and I just, you know, don't feel that I'm good enough to do things. Uh, so I wasn't doing it and then we happened to get the opportunity, me and Stephanie, to go see, uh, Mike from Dark Poutine and Morgan Knutson from Supernatural Circumstances. And, uh... So we went, and then Stephanie decided to tell Mike about the fact that I was wanting to do a podcast, and then he started talking to me about it. Lighting a fire under your butt in public setting worked. Uh, yeah, that's just like, here, entire pack of wolves. Here, Linnea, here, deal with it. But it worked. It's what I needed to do, because I think I needed to talk to somebody who was already doing this uh, type of thing, and... To learn that somebody who was what I considered very successful at it, um, to also learn that they also had imposter syndrome and were, you know, were quite surprised on a daily basis that people listen to their stuff. So yeah. the fact that at to date there's been 245 downloads of this podcast has my mind blown. Um, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> It's working out well. It is. <laughs> I'm actually quite surprised. It makes me happy because I'm actually finding this. I I quit my craft hobbies because that's I love big. This. We were the same <laughs> night I pushed her to do podcast, and we were all like getting her to list all her hobbies because there's oh yeah we were there's a list. <laughs> what all have I done? Just while living in this house, uh, cross stitch. I do puzzles. Um, oh, I breed hedgehogs. I used to breed button quail. Uh, I used to have run my own uh, wire wrapping jewelry making business. Uh, I used to do crystal healing, um, painting, rock painting. We did tie dye for a You've while. You've done drum making classes. Oh yeah, Just... drum making classes. And now she's talking about true crime. Yeah, and getting high. <laughs> <laughs> That's my other hobby. <laughs> I, I, yeah, um, so yeah, we talked about a lot of those, and then that meetup was really awesome, and pretty much that same night I went home, and I'm like, okay, this is happening, and so I started making plans right away, and coming up with the design for the cover, and getting everything kind of laid out, and then kind of started to stall a bit, but then I was like, no, there's people who I consider successful that now know about me, and the fact that I said, you know what, no, I'm going to do this, <laughs> so now I got to hold myself accountable. And I was really worried about it, and it scared the crap out of me. I wanted to bug you about it more often, but I'm like, if I bug her about it, she's just going to tell me to go, where to go. And <laughs> Actually, I don't think I would. I don't think I would have. I probably would have been like, okay, fine, I'll do it. But, yeah, you got to co-host more. <laughs> <laughs> well, I try. No, I have no. a million kids at home. <laughs> yes, that is true. You have more than I do. Who would have thought? Yeah. Kids. Anyway, <laughs> so today 
What are we doing? Well, first I'm going to ask you, you not that you smoke because you don't smoke, but if you were or if you're drinking, why are you doing that this week? Um, work. <laughs> Having employees. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, uh, Stephanie runs her own cleaning business. She's a very busy lady. Yeah, and four kids and a fiance who works away. Yeah, that, that you got a lot on your plate. But that's why I was drinking last fall. I had one drink last night, but today will probably be more. <laughs> you can get home and be like, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Until, until one of the kids climbs out of their bed going, Mom. Nope, they don't get out of their beds at night. Oh, you lucky bitch. <laughs> <laughs> My youngest, granted she's eight, still does. That is why I'm so freaking tired tonight. Yeah. Yeah. No, they, they'll call me if they need me, but if it's just a... Oh, no. Cassie, she like boot kicks the door in and is like... I can't sleep. Well, Nightmare. My stepson, he was waking up at like four, like really silly hours all quite often. So I said, you can come out and go pee, but unless the big light is on, you don't come upstairs. Give him Unless some... you really need me. Call yeah. me over the, yeah. Like I, I, we put some, and then Dean mm-hmm. started doing it too. So we just put some heavy boundaries. Yeah. No, that works. So Cassie, like she knows if she can't sleep that it's okay she can turn on her lamp she can read books you know try and calm her brain back down so she can go back to sleep and for the most part she does and i find most of the times that she actually comes into our room but she's not actually awake or not fully oh, awake yeah she's still kind of she's always there. had she's always been that way she's she, yeah little. i remember like being your neighbor it was just like <laughs> when you bring her over or something so how little did you sleep last night she's like I didn't sleep. Let's <laughs> sleep. I don't get that. Because it'd be like, every, when she was little, she would even go on less sleep. Because she'd yeah. be like, every half hour, she'd come back to our room. And I'm like, oh my god, kid. I love you. But m- mom's going to die from lack of sleep. But you didn't. Nope, I'm still here. Otherwise, Making this would be a whole different type of podcast. <laughs> if you, my ghost. Yep, we'd be writing a podcast about you. How your youngest finally drove you to death because she didn't let you sleep. Yeah. It'd be an interesting story. See, when everybody ever asks, like, well, when do you ever get time to sleep? I'm like, I'll sleep when I'm dead. Like, quote Bon Jovi. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, I guess we should get into it. But, um, so this next case, um, I found out because of my other half, Justin, he sent me a TikTok, actually. That's where I learned about this guy like i'd never heard about him before at all i've listened about him once i can't remember who what where when or why yes yeah, but i remember as i was as i yeah i remember a little bit about it yeah see and i i just haven't hit a podcast yet that's covered it until i went looking for a podcast that covered big, it big mad um i know morbid because this is where I read a lot of the information uh, was morbid, just because they laid it out a lot Yeah. nice, like, timeline-wise. It was easier to follow. Um, but, yeah, there's also uh, a movie on, it was Amazon, mm-hmm. uh, called The Frozen Ground, and it's got, it stars Nicolas Cage and John Cusack, and it covers it, like, it's a good movie. It actually keeps you entertained. Um, but what I found is that they only skim the surface not even skim it's like they barely brushed the surface yeah, of what yeah. he really was like they kept it they made it about his surviving victim more yeah it was more her story 
But even then, they didn't really allude to how how bad. Like, I mean, they sort of do when they show the map. I'll explain that next week. Because <laughs> I think that's when that comes up in my writing. Um, but, uh, yeah, no. So if you want to watch something, kind of take what we say over the next couple weeks and see it where you don't have to imagine it in your own head, that movie's actually not bad. Yeah. Yeah. So... The subject of the next couple episodes is Robert Hansen, the butcher baker of Alaska. So, a serial killer that I didn't even know about. Like, pretty amazing. Yeah, he was pretty. I I just how did I not know about him or hear about him? It's an old case. It is. Yeah, that is true. But I've listened to a lot of true and a lot of like his wife and stuff. Like you don't know mm. they're not in the news or anything, so it's hard to. Yeah, I don't think she wanted that attention in her life. Um, so yeah. Uh, so the main guy here, so Robert Hansen, he was born in 1930, uh, 39 in Iowa. Jesus. <laughs> I just tried to combine that. 1930, yeah. So his dad was a super, was super strict and made him work long hours in their family bakery as he got older. So, the he's already kind of off to an interesting start. It kind of sounds common to some people who kill people. Um, he was kind of a loner. Um, and a lot of that was due to... Um, he had a really bad stutter. And he had horrible acne as a teenager, I guess. So, girls didn't want to date him. Because he was weird and, I guess, not attractive. Yeah. So, yeah. Um... Yeah, so two years after graduating from high school in 1960, he convinced a 16-year-old that worked at the family bakery to help commit arson. Uh, The building they burned down was the school bus garage. Um, And they basically did that because he had issues with school and he didn't like the kids at school. Eventually, the 16-year-old confessed and ratted out Robert. Uh, Robert only got three years for it, though, um, and was but was paroled after 20 months. So he didn't even serve yeah, the full it, time. He yeah. served, like, what, two-thirds of his time, For I arson? Guess? Yeah, for arson. Pretty serious arson. I yeah. Mean, for bus garages are not small. No. So. Not even a little. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, because he, he was in his early 20s, I think, when he did that. And so he had been married at the time. But his first wife, uh, yeah, she divorced him while he was in prison. So, yeah, they don't really... It's hard to find anything about his first wife, I guess. Yeah, there's nothing, really. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, In 1963, he got remarried, uh, and him and his wife moved to Alaska in 1967. Over the next few years, he was arrested multiple times for petty theft. So he was a bit of a klepto. Yeah. And I guess it was kind of like stupid shit he'd steal too. Yeah. It wasn't even like really anything valuable. It yeah. was just the weirdest things. And everything was, kept just getting swept kind yeah, of aside. Yeah, just because it wasn't harmful and it was victimless type of thing, right? Yeah. 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 Which is, there's no such thing as a victimless crime as far as I'm concerned. No. no. There's always somebody who's even, affected. Even the small things. Mm-hmm. Um, to do. Over the next few years, he was arrested. Oh, I read that part. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
sorry. <laughs> Robert was good at hunting, um, so it was a, quite a big passion of his. Um, he had really good aim, and he was an excellent tractor. Didn't he break a bunch of hunting records? Yes. For there? You will not find his name next to those no, records anymore. Yeah. But um, only because they removed them, but they were like, some of those records, I believe, are still in place, technically. Like, they haven't been beaten yet. Wow. Yeah. But, yeah, his place, um, he kept a lot of animal trophy mounts in his home. Like, I guess there wasn't a lot of wall space because they yeah. animals. Um, so, yeah, definitely hunting big, huge in Robert's life. And apparently good at it. Yeah. So, that that takes play later on. Yeah, that plays a big part in his his way of doing things. Yeah, his twistedness. Um, he eventually opened up a bakery of his very own. Uh, I guess that's where the butcher baker, yeah, of comes Alaska. Into. Yeah, because I was trying to figure out why why they call him the baker. Oh wait, <laughs> oh, wait. I was read, I read further and I was like, it oh, took me a while mind. too. Yeah, and it oh, makes that's makes sense such a now. weird name. Well, yeah, because I remember when I originally saw, like, a lot of, like, podcasts and a lot of shows, they use the Butcher Baker, and I'm just like, that sounds dumb. And then I actually Makes sense, learned no. about it, and I was like, oh, never mind. I'm the idiot. Um, yeah, so uh, a lot of people loved him in the community and uh, spoke very well out of him, so a pillar of his community. Um, that was also one of the reasons why he was able to get away with a lot of this petty theft shit and yeah. various other things he was arrested for. Because everybody's like, oh, he's so nice. No, he couldn't have done those things. Charismatic, so he got to... Yeah, like, if we were playing D&D, his charisma points would be off the fucking charts. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't get it. Um, in the 70s, lots of young women were attracted to that area of Alaska, as um, the Trans-Alberta Pipeline was being built. Therefore, there were lots of men working there who had lots of disposable income. Oh. So you can understand what these women were there for. Maybe. <laughs> um, <laughs> in the next point, uh, there was a certain district called the Tenderloin District. Um, it was a dark district in Anchorage, Alaska, and it was centered around 4th Avenue. Uh, some of the clubs there were called Wild Cherry, the booby trap. I love that The name. booby trap. The booby trap, yeah. Oh. I can think of a few others. Oh. <laughs> like what Justin wanted to name the ice fishing shack. What? The, the, just because most, if I was going to use it, it would be mostly women there. The clam shack. <laughs> so if we build our own, like our very yeah. own own, then yeah, we be. might call it the clam shack. Unless we come up with something better by then. Might be the beaver den. Who knows? The traveling beaver den. <laughs> oh my god! Yes. Um, another one of the clubs is called the Arctic Fox, um, and this one still exists there today. The Great Alaskan Bush Company. <laughs> uh, those are some of the clubs in the area. Um, so it leaves you little to the imagination about what went on there. <laughs> yeah. These, these were all strip clubs. Not That's just... a lot of strip clubs. Yes. Like, how big is Anchorage? Not A lot bigger than you'd think. I thought it was around Red Deer size. Here, me Google. I'm not going to do it on there because I'll fuck it up. Do it on the phones. Because <laughs> I know if I do it on the computer, I will push something wrong. 
How big is Anchorage? Oh my god, if I could spell that, it'd be even... Not population. It was over 5,000 square kilometers. Oh, wow. Oh, 288,000? So, like, almost three times the size of Red Deer. Because how many are in Red Deer now? Around 100,000. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't realize it was that big. That's huge. Like, no, it was... That's a lot of strip clubs still. We have one. Two. Oh, do Ecstatic and the Gents Club. Well, that goes to show you... I've been to both. How little I go out. Granted, I've only been to the Gents Club once. That was my male stripper night. I can cross that off my bucket list and never do it again. I've never done that. I might have to make you do it again. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that. Last time I ended up flashing my tits for a poster. Yeah, that's not happening. (laughs) And I got bit by a guy dressed as Blade. Huh. And dry humped on stage. Sorry, Mom, if you're listening <laughs> to this. I was an adult, and I behaved well otherwise. <laughs> I've only improved since. Yeah, now I don't have much of a life. It's basically true crime and puzzles. Mine's kids. Well, my Cleaning kids, too. And, and work. So much work. Anyway... <laughs> Yes. Um, so there was a lot of violence in the area as well. I mean, you have lots of hookers there, lots of pimps. Drugs. Drugs, alcohol, guys. You know, just it's just one big powder keg of stuff that could go wrong right fast. Yeah. Um, so Robert was quite the regular in the strip clubs, apparently. And... It was interesting. Um, he would always try and, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He'd, um, he wouldn't approach them first. He would make them come to him. Mm. Like it was very much, yeah, odd. And and even then, like he would hold a conversation, he'd be good with them. But once a woman went from a decent girl in his mind to a sex worker, Based on something she said, like, oh, I can, you know, 20 bucks for a flow job or whatever, yeah, something. you know, then he, it, would, yeah. it would switch in his brain. Um, she became disposable in his mind. Yeah. Like, she was unclean, like, whatever. Yeah. Just an animal. Just an animal. Then we know what he does to animals. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, he, yeah, he never made the first move, and it was just kind of weird. It's like, kind of like... Kind of like when you're baiting for hunting and stuff. Yeah, he comes on as sweet and innocent yeah. and then fucking psycho after. Online uh. dating. Sorry. <laughs> Online <laughs> dating. <laughs> okay, so the girl said at first that their initial interactions with Robert always made them feel safe, that they felt comfortable around him. And then eventually they would let their guard down. Because now, you know, he's safe, he's innocent, he's fine. In the mid-70s, several sex workers went to police and reported their concerns about Robert's rape fantasies, saying they were concerned that the fantasies may become reality. Um, Nothing was done about this. Like, nobody checked into it. But, I mean, what could they really look into law-wise? Like, technically, him just saying some of those things? Yeah. It's not against the law. No. It's just... 
creepy and weird. Yeah. Um, in December of 1971, Robert followed a female customer home from the bakery to her house. And after creeping up on her, so like just walking very quietly up behind her, he asked her out on a date. Huh. They really need to make a law on being creepy. <laughs> no surprise. Her answer was no. But did she say no thank you? Was she polite? I don't know. I, I'm i not sure. I'm kidding. <laughs> but a week later, Robert returned to her house with a gun <gasps> and attempted to kidnap her. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, he was arrested and questioned and released on and bail. Yeah. Uh, an informant named Robin Patterson came forward saying she had a rough experience with a man fitting Robert's description. She says she was kidnapped at gunpoint. He drove her to a hotel where he ended up raping her. And he then drove her into the wilderness, but then decided he couldn't let her go. Robin managed to talk her way free, though. So, made herself seem human in his eyes. And then, yeah. Yeah. It was at this point that police brought him in, but he was later released. Of course. Because, again, his way out of it. Well, and he also had, um, there were people that thought so highly of him in the community that they lied and would make up alibis without even being asked to. Yeah. For him. Yeah. It's, when you have a picture of somebody, it's hard to believe that they're... They could do certain things, right? Especially that. Yeah, that's why I, I kind of... That was my only issue I had with John Cusack and the way he played the guy. Because, to me, he just seemed really fucking weird, no matter whether he was in normal Robert mode yeah. or psycho Robert mode. Like, he seemed... To me, he seemed creepy at both. And I don't know if maybe that was just how he got portrayed or if it was the fact that I already knew what the fuck he did. Yeah, if you see, like, this pictures of the actual Robert, he's just creepy looking. They did a good job of picking somebody yeah. who looked close, though. Yeah, who portrayed him well. Yeah, I think he, he just looked creepy the whole time. Oh, like, I agree. Like, yeah. it just something seemed off. Yeah. Like, he played as, him well. as a girl, I would be like, fuck no, there's something creepy about you. Like, it just seemed so weird. Right? Ugh. Just, <laughs> like, sleazy, sludgy, yeah. creepy, gross, yeah. like, oh. You get that vibe. I'd rather walk through spider webs. That's gross. Yeah, I know, right? And it doesn't feel good, but I'd, I'd rather deal yeah, with that than, than that. how that other thing makes me feel. Um, t- yeah, 1972, Robert was convicted of assault. He didn't serve long in prison for it, though, before he was released. He only spent six months. Oh. In 1973, a school teacher was assaulted by Robert. But he got off because the teacher was not allowed to testify through a mediator. She was too scared to speak in front of him again because she was scared that he would try and intimidate her in the courtroom. And so she wanted to basically tell everything to a mediator and the mediator sit in court for her. So she didn't have to sit physically in the room, but the judge wouldn't allow it. So she basically said, I guess I'm out. Yeah. Like, she wasn't willing to put herself through that trauma again. In 1976, he pleaded guilty to larceny after being caught trying to steal a chainsaw from a local hardware store. Sentenced to five years in prison. Five years for stealing a chainsaw? Or attempting to steal a chainsaw, I guess? Maybe it was just somebody's attempt to finally get him. 
Maybe. For all his, like, his history of petty theft I mean, and if everything. you do that here, now, in Canada, you fucking, they just, they're like, yeah, we take you in, okay, we wrote your info down, okay, you can go, bye. Don't do it again. <laughs> Be good. <laughs> <laughs> no gold star. <laughs> it's just like, oh my god, it's, I don't get it. Uh, whatever. It is what it is. Um... Yeah, so, so he was sentenced to five years in prison, and while he was in prison, they actually diagnosed him with bipolar disorder at the time, um, and he ended up getting released early. Go figure. It seems to be what happens for him all the time. In 1979, uh, in the summer, Robert admitted that he drove this woman north of Anchorage, and she tried to escape... Um, but he chased her down and stabbed her to death when he caught up to her. A few months later, he tried this again, but she was able to escape, um, and she was able to run to a nearby house to get help. Police didn't believe her, though, despite her being found naked and her hands bound with guitar strings. Um, she even ID'd Robert. Like, she gave, like, a full description and everything. What was her name again? Uh, I didn't write her name down. Oh. Actually, I don't know if I was, if I saw what her name was on that one. Um, but the reason why the police didn't believe her is because she was a sex worker. Is this the only surviving one? No. Oh. No. She would have been, like, technically, I guess, the first survivor. I didn't even know there was a first one. Yeah. Because these are, like, way earlier on. Oh, this okay. is before, or it could have been during, because yeah. they don't know when he did all these things. Okay. Um... But it's before what you see in the movie, for sure. Okay. Uh, six months later, a girl named Roxanne became his second murder. So he already admitted to stabbing the one woman. Um, so he ended up killing this other one. Uh, she was found in the wilderness naked and bound. Uh, Robert was actually the one to lead police to her body. So he this he led them to her well after like after towards the end of episode two that we'll do. Yeah, when he was finally like, yeah. caught. Yeah. Uh, his third victim was Joanna. Um, she was a sex worker that um, he met and took out to dinner. And then after she told him she returned... Uh, or after she told him she wanted to be paid... Oh, he's switching from the decent girl oh, to the yeah, whatever... Yeah. He automatically didn't see her as a good, decent girl anymore, so he killed her. Uh, police didn't find her body until after a black bear had already started to feed on her body. Like, it had dug her up oh, on the riverbank. That's awful. Yeah, and started to eat her. Three months later, a woman named Lisa was his next victim. Um, and then he waited a whole year before killing again. Oh, According, and that's according to him, like according to his confession. I wonder why. What made him have to wait? Because he's married through all this. Like he's with his second wife. Yeah. Through all this. Yeah, because because it was all in ink, like around in Alaska. Yeah, because yeah, he got married before he moved to Alaska. So this whole time he has a wife, and kids at home. Yeah. Wasn't she super religious? I think too? so. So I'm I'm gonna assume and a teacher. So I'm going to assume she was just busy, right? Well, busy or kids want to think that yeah. that was possible, right? It's just weird. I don't know. Or, I did I did read that like she um assumed he 
hired prostitutes and stuff, but, like, she was so busy working and taking care of the kids and stuff. Yeah. I guess it's easy when you're just on autopilot, maybe. Yeah, you can distract yourself with other things, maybe. I don't even think she had a, she had a choice but to be distracted, really. If he was that charming. I guess. Right? Could convince the whole town that he was a good person and not a creep. Yeah, it's not a big stretch women. to think that he could convince his wife. I guess. And, it, it, and who knows what her background is either, right? Yeah. What kind of role models and stuff she had because I know sometimes for some women who are in relationships like that, it it's sometimes they don't leave because they don't know that there is better out there. Yeah. Or you just want, like, you don't want to believe that that person you're with or, or that you're with could be that bad or... Yeah. Yeah. It's gross. It, it's so I, gross to ugh. be like that. Yeah. You never really know people, I guess, eh? That is true. That is very, very, very true. Your next door neighbor could be. Could have a dungeon. See, that's why I say it's good to know your neighbors, not just so that you don't make weird nicknames for them. <laughs> good old in Lansdowne Avenue. <laughs> oh, not even that. I'm t- here. We're, oh, where oh, I'm at now. All your nicknames. I yeah. forget them all. Because we got like. The new ones there, well, I, not this one, her old roommate would call her porn star because she'd have guys over all the time at all hours of the night. And I seriously, they would be only there for like an hour and then they'd leave, but she would stay. Sometimes she'd answer the door in a house coat. And it's always men. She never, she only ever had, there was like one girl that would come visit. But for the most part, it was always guys. So we're, we just figured she was filming porn for like her OnlyFans or something. Because this was during COVID too. Or like... I don't know. Hmm. Type of pro- sex worker or something. Got to make money during COVID. Well, I mean, all the more power to her. Yeah. Whatever. She can do what she wants. <laughs> yeah. That's great and all. Yeah. Her cat's name was Nacho. Nacho. Yeah, it, it got out of the house the one Nacho time and I saw her ads up. And that's how I, I did talk to her once online through Facebook. <laughs> I was oh. like, well, you're, I saw your cat in my yard. Like, he's around. He's in the area still. Yeah. But, yeah. So, yeah. It's a long-haired orange cat named Nacho. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, don't. I mean, it's always good to know your neighbors anyways. Both both yeah. of my neighbors are very interesting people. The Like, we should make popcorn and hang out on your deck type interesting people? In the summer, yeah. We, I just um, like this area too. Like I'm not against pot or whatever you do, you do you type of thing, but like it's constant. You go outside even like day like today. It, that's all you smell when you're outside. Wow. And, and then you have one neighbor who he's like having a conversation mm-hmm. like this. Yeah. But he talks extremely loud. Oh no. And you can hear him like he sounds like he's yelling all day long. He and has no volume button. It's just stuck permanently on high. They they moved in last last summer oh, okay. and doing a whole bunch of renos. So they're like outside in it and he's just always talking like that everywhere. <laughs> and then you have the other side of us who's I don't know, they must be like I don't think they work or whatever. Like the one guy, he's he uses a cane and I don't know, but they have a bunch of teenagers living there, and there's quite frequently, like, um, we have a crisis team, mental health oh, crisis wow. team in Red Deer. Yeah. That, and they're, they've been there a few times, oh, or Jesus. cops, or... So, yeah, you got an interesting neighbors. <laughs> yeah. No, and then, like, 
I don't oh. know, we find ne- needles and stuff. On my birthday last year, I, I walked out to a lovely birthday present of needles and other debris behind well, my van. Yeah, you kind of do live in the ghetto. I do live in the ghetto. That's the why we the ghetto out. right here. Like, yeah, <laughs> it, it's... It, neighborhood area is Fairview, Lower Fairview. Yeah. Right? But anybody who's lived in Red Deer for longer than a little while calls it the ghetto. Yeah. Like, you can say, hey, they live down in the ghetto or the 7-Eleven down in the ghetto. Yep. Everybody knows where you're talking about because that place is the sketchiest fucking you area. You want to know your neighbors as well as possible, but... Yeah. Because, wow. Like, yeah. that's messed up. You never know if there's fireworks or guns going off. But... Yeah. Well, it's like before you guys moved in, when we were over on Lansdowne, we had moved in in, I think it was Jan- end of January, early February, and then we had only been there like maybe two months. Like, I, I remember it was still cool out, but I don't think there was snow, or if there was, there was very, very little left. Um, and I remember I slept out on the couch that night because I wasn't, I had a cold, like I wasn't feeling good and I didn't want to keep dressing up all night with my coughing. And I was sleeping, and I got woke up from a dead-ass sleep hearing a man screaming for help. Like, he just the terror in his yeah. voice as he screamed. And, like, I mean, I've heard men scream, but not like this. I don't even know why. It's probably I've seen it in movies. Yeah. That could sound really weird. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but he was screaming for help. And he's, I managed, I got up, and I'm looking out the window, and I can tell it's coming from towards, like, the, the fourplexes down the street. Yeah. And it's coming from that way. And all of a sudden, I just see this guy come from, like, two houses down. And he's, like, I think he had boxer shorts on. But that was it. Oh, my God. And he's, like, just holding part of himself, but also screaming and running down the street. And I'm just, like, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not getting involved with that. For all I know is probably he's just cracked out on drugs, right? Because those fourplexes were also known for yeah. drug activities. Yeah. So I was like, whatever, I'm going to go back to bed. So I went back to sleep. It wasn't until later that summer when we actually started hanging out with uh, Lori and Adam. So shout out to Lori. Um, and we were talking about one night with one of our redneck front lawn parties and she was talking about how this the one night they one morning they come out the front door and there's blood on their door and and i was like wait was it around this time and she's like yeah and i'm like oh my god i remember that story yeah Yeah. and so we got talking about that i was like yeah this is what i heard this is what i saw and she's like they didn't hear anything because they slept really good through it well they're yeah yeah but it was messed up and then it turns out it was a guy, and he was having relations with a girl, and then the girl's husband came home. And God, oh, he wasn't happy man. about it. No, he, he was not impressed. So he attacked the guy. There's a lot of Lansdale butcher. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, I don't know if anybody ever got arrested in it or anything, or whatever. But do you remember when that freaking serious crime? Like the, or that SWAT team came down Lansdowne? I was in this house. It was after we moved here. Oh, right. Yeah. But not long after we yeah, moved here. Yeah, it was here. right after, yeah. Yeah, because a woman got shot. Yeah. It was a. And she was in a totally different house. Yeah. Yeah. It just happened to be like a total accident that she got hit. 
But, yeah, that was messed up, too. That's... Well, yeah, because, like, um, my ex's uncle was friends with... He lived the across peop- the street. Yeah, with the people that it, it all involved and mm-hmm. stuff, and it was quite the ordeal. Yeah, it, that guy, he ended up going on a high-speed chase, and he got killed. Yeah, it wasn't really an accident. Well, no, that girl getting hit, though, in the other house. Oh, yeah, in the other house, yeah, but, like, yeah. no, that was a... That was quite the... Quite the... You just never know your neighbors. No, you don't. You never know what the heck they're hiding under their pillow. And, like, I clean a lot of houses with, like, loaded guns behind the doors. Or on a ha- or handguns on dressers. Like, oh my God. like it's a common thing, I but guess it should be a common you thing. You would literally know everybody's dirty details. Not everybody. Enough to know, like, that's not safe. No. You, I don't know. It's messed up. <laughs> yeah, it's... I don't even know what goes on in my neighbor's house, but, like, you see a lot of people, a lot of the riffraff walking by. Yeah. But they, uh, they'll cross the street because of our dogs. Every time somebody goes by, they go nuts. Yeah. And, um... Well, when we live next to you on lands down there, the one on the other side of you, yeah. you remember those guys? They were dealing drugs. Yeah. Well, obviously. They would, yeah. Because... The light would come on long enough for like 10 minutes, a car would pull up, somebody would run in, light would turn off, person yeah. would come back out, get in their car, and you'd fuck off. There was a lot less traffic on that street after they moved. There was. Way <laughs> less traffic. And we could go out front. <laughs> we could actually go out front and not be threatened because our neighbor across the street was trying to get this guy to come beat up her husband. Yeah. Because she was a sick bitch who needed entertainment and lived off of drama. Yeah. They would just sit out front drinking all the time. Yeah. Like, do what we did and go to the backyard. <laughs> At least the very backyard, if not, just... Or, or, ha- or do it out front, but leave everybody else alone. Well, or, or, you know, invite them over, like we did. Like, everybody was invited. They invited us, and that was the problem. They would, like, they wouldn't stop talking. Mm-hmm. It, like, and then it was, like, you, they would bring you into their, like, un-okay drama. Like, yeah. like Jerry Springer stuff. Oh, God, yeah. Well, I remember when we, literally, we were just moving in, like, unloading the truck into the house, and Carol, little Miss Nosy Nose from across the street, waddles over, and she's just like, you know, you don't want to become friends with those people. And she po- pointed at our neighbors we hadn't even met yet, Brad and Nellie. You didn't listen. (laughs) No, we didn't. No, they became like mom and dad to us. um, And we hung out with them and they hung out with us. They babysat our fucking dog for sake, you know, like Penny. Yeah. Right? And yeah, but it was so funny. Like instantly she's trying to get more people on her side. It's like, no, Carol, quit being a bitch. (laughs) I'd like to hear about other people's crazy neighbor stories. I know. So yeah, if anybody wants to tell us a crazy neighbor story... We have, we have a few, but we'd like to hear more. Yes. <laughs> I want to hear, like, the really weird shit. Yeah. Like, the stuff that nobody would believe would actually have happened. Well, right. I mean, or whatever. Anything. I don't care. Um, which, if you want, you can either email at gettinghighwithtruecrime at gmail.com. Tell me the story, because then I can read it out. Or if you want to get a hold of us, uh, we have the Facebook page. You can message us through there at Getting High with True Crime. Um, and then also the Facebook group, Getting High with True Crime Podcast. So you can message us, get a hold of us through there. Feel free to post on the group, by the way. It, it doesn't have to be just me. So anybody can share anything. It doesn't even have to be true crime related. If you had, just like, anything. A, yeah, if you had a win-win for the day, 
Fucking brag about it. I went on a school field trip with about 60 grade sixers today. I would have shot myself. And I survived. <laughs> <laughs> I'm amazed. You, you, you survived better than I would have. I probably would have been like, oh my god, just run me over with the bus. I don't think I could have done it. And I think the win-win out of that is the kid that um, my oldest has issues with quite often walked up to me and talked to me about it. Oh. Like the responsible young man that he's trying to be. Well, that's awesome. That's really that good. That was a win-win. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. We don't normally get that stuff. Right now I'm dealing with teenage drama in my life, so. And you got girls, so. It's times two. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, it's, I don't know, girl drama is just a whole different thing. And I don't get it because I never grew up with girl drama. I was not in the drama bubble of any sort in school. Yeah. I mean, the biggest drama we had was my first boyfriend left me for the bitch I hated. And I don't even want to say hate it. I just, I had no reason. Like, she yeah, just, you just tried, didn't like her. Well, yeah. she always tried to be more than what she actually was. And she'd always be kind of slutty enough to get the guy's attention. But not. Like, you knew she wasn't going to do anything. She was just doing yeah. that to pull guys in from their girlfriends. Like, she was bad. <laughs> yeah, I had those issues really young in life. <coughs> yeah, I don't know. We have one girl, and she's ten. It's coming. The drama is coming. We didn't have it last year. This year, though, my God, I, I'm amazed I'm not bald for how much <laughs> hair I literally tried to rip out of my head over it. So, That's why you get high. <laughs> yes, actually, that is some, some weeks and some for some days. That is the reason. Um, I always have some sort of a reason in the evening why I want to do that. <laughs> Just to relax or just, like, to be, like, just well, to mellow, like, I don't know, after a stressful day. Kind of calm my brain down so I can actually go to bed. I I don't know. I used to smoke weed, but I, I don't know. I have a, like, I've tried a bunch. Everybody, well, you just go to try this again. I just you, have a, you have a high ass I, tolerance. I have me. a, like, you've tried to get me high. Yeah, and it, it, it didn't work. Like, I mean, like, it's just, she giggled a little more, but not But really. I'll giggle if somebody else is giggling. Yeah, you kind of do, so... Like I, I doubt it was the weed. I don't start the giggles. No. You gotta spread the giggles. Yeah. That's, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so, girl drama. Anyway, okay, <laughs> so, we want to hear people's crazy, creepy, weird neighbor anything. neighbor stories. Yeah. And then, how do you guys deal with teenage drama? Yeah, sure. Definitely tell me about that. Like, I am and, willing like, to take tips. bullies. Yep. Like, how do you deal with that? No, so, <laughs> those kids aren't future episodes. No kidding. I don't want to be re- reading about your guys' kids. <laughs> like, I do not want to do an episode on people's children. Anyway. <sighs> yeah. I like your new merch. Oh, yeah. I got the new sticker today. I haven't put it up for sale yet. I'm still working on the store end of things, but... It will be available. I will post a picture on the Facebook page in the group later. Um, but it's a, a, qu- a direct quote from Melissa. And I don't remember which episode that was that we talked about the beavers. I don't even know. Oh, that was the Amber Tucker Row one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that so was episode five. Yeah, I think episode five. Um, and Melissa said, uh, my beaver has traveled. Well, now we have a cute little beaver winking at you that says my beaver has traveled, so. <laughs> I, I squealed. I ran out to the UPS driver to go grab it out of his hands because I was so excited. 
Yeah. And then I showed him what it was. So. Uh, <laughs> he's probably like, he'll never forget you. That crazy bitch <laughs> showed me this weird ass sticker that I didn't understand. All I wanted was to see a dog, but she showed me her beaver. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, boy. Uh, anyway. That's a good ending for part one. Yeah, for part one. Like, I think that's a good ending. I'm not actually showing my beaver. I am not that drunk and high yet. And actually, high wouldn't do it. It'd take vodka and gin. So. Oh, there boy. We go. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, yeah, hit us up on the group Facebook page. Um, you can check us out on quite a few different uh, podcast platforms now. Finally up on Apple Podcasts. I think I mentioned that last time. I can't remember. But, uh, yeah, so we're on Apple now. Yay. Yay. That, that was such a pain in the ass. But thank you for accepting my podcast. Yay. <laughs> and then, yeah, feel free to reach out, contact, talk, you know, suggest cases, things you want to hear about. Like if there's one you haven't heard about before or you've heard of a little bit but want to know more, suggest those because I will always accept inspiration and ideas as to where to guide the show. So, Sounds good. People do that. That is it. That is all. Uh, Smoke one if you got one, guys. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.